Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. You would have been the team that uh, uh, um, got 14 points off turnovers to their only one point off turnover. Um, yeah, we only turned it over 10 times tonight. I thought we battled on the boards. We just guarded our tail off um, and just fought like crazy. And uh, I'm really proud of them for their effort. We just needed one more play. And um, it's been a hard year. It's been a hard year in so many ways for this group, all the things we've dealt with, um, injuries, and, and, and you name it. And, you know, I, I, I just kept asking these guys to improve and to stay with it. And no matter what the circumstances were, that's what they did all year. I couldn't have asked for two better leaders. Uh, um, and I told them, you know, I say it all the time, you learn the most through adversity. And I learned who these guys were this year. I learned who they were as young men um, and how they grew and how they stayed with it. Um, and that's going to carry on with them for the rest of their life. And um, This one hurts right there to win. Uh, uh, um, but I thought we took, we learned a lot about ourselves here towards the end of the year. What's up, guys? Welcome back to another edition of the DNVR Rams podcast presented, as always, by DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app. Download it today. Use the promo code DNVR when you sign up. All right, y'all. It is Friday, March 10th. It has been a long but fun week out in Vegas covering the Mountain West Tournament. If you couldn't tell by the photos I posted on Twitter, I am absolutely exhausted but I just had an opportunity to rewatch that CSU San Diego State matchup. Obviously I was there in person at the Thomas and Mack Center, but I wanted to go back and watch it again from my DVR recording because I wanted to see if how I felt after the second time matched how I felt after watching that game in person, which was disappointed, heartbroken even, but proud as hell. And I think I can honestly say that I do, I, I still feel that way. I just, outside of saying make more shots, I really don't know what else this team could have done differently. I guess 17 second chance points, that would be the, the one thing I would nitpick, but ultimately I thought this team rebounded fairly well. They matched San Diego State's production in the paint. CSU shot better from the floor, they shot better from deep, they shot better at the free throw line. They had less turnovers than the Aztecs. They produced more points off of turnovers than the Aztecs. More fast break points. They led for longer. (laughs) I mean, they played a great game. They defended their ass off. They matched the intensity and the physicality, which is really hard to do against San Diego State, especially when you just played a game 24 hours earlier. They did everything they needed to do to win, except hit a couple of shots at the very end. And I mean, they were good looks. They were good standard looks from Isaiah, got to the rim when 19 seconds left, couldn't convert a layup over SDSU's length, then got to the elbow with about four seconds left, a shot we've seen him hit hundreds of times. That one especially looked good. They just didn't fall for him in this instance, and that's basketball. I think the thing that sports fans really struggle with at times is just the element of randomness and luck because it plays a much bigger impact on sports than any of us ever care to admit. As I wrote in one of my features, 
you could take the same shot 100 times and it might fall 98 of them. This was just one of those instances where you got one of the fluky two. And that sucks. It stings to go down that way. You most certainly didn't expect Isaiah to have a 5 for 20 game. But they were good looks. And he has been that guy that steps up and and hits the game-winning shot, that hits the big shot. I mean, he literally did it one day earlier. He's done that his entire career. So I guess just for me, that's a result I can live with. Sometimes you miss shots. Sometimes you lose, even when you make the right plays and you mostly do everything well. But if you think I'm going to throw Isaiah under the bus or something like that, this just isn't the pod for you. And I would say that's irrational. Even Tom Brady throws some interceptions every now and then. That's still the guy you want leading your team. That's the guy you want the ball in his hands in the crunch time every single time. And that's Isaiah Stevens. That's what he is for the Rams. That's what he's always been for the Rams going back to his freshman year. That big game-winning shot against Loyola Chicago did it again against Nevada on a play that basically looked like the, the elbow jumper he was trying to get off tonight. Just needed one more bounce to go his way. I'm going to play some audio from Nico Medved later on, kind of talking about what Isaiah Stevens and John Tanjay have meant to this program as leaders. We'll do that after we talk about some of the takeaways and just some assessment on the gameplay as a whole. Real quick, though, kick off the new year with new gear that's built to last. Our friends at Shady Rays have you covered from the sun to the slopes with premium polarized shades, customizable snow goggles, and so much more. Shady Rays is an independent sunglasses company that offers a world-class product that's just as good as any expensive pair we've worn, durable frames, and extremely clear optics for outdoor adventures. That's not all. Shady Rays offers the most insane protection in all of eyewear. Every pair of sunglasses is backed by lost and broken replacements. What that means is if you lose or break your pair, even on day one, they told us they're going to send you a brand new pair. No questions asked. Wear your Shady Rays with confidence because they will have your back long after you purchase. And if you don't love them, exchange for a new pair or return them free within 30 days. There's no risk when you shop with Shady Rays. Their team always has your back. Exclusively for our listeners, Shady Rays has given out their best deal of the new year. Go to ShadyRays.com and use the code DNVR or visit them at Park Meadows Mall for 50% off two or more pairs of polarized sunglasses. Try for yourself the shades rated five stars by over 200,000 people. Additionally, you guys know we love our Breck beers over at DNVR. Breck Brew has a beer for any occasion, and there's no better way to watch a game than having some ice-cold Breck Brew on deck. What's awesome about Breckenridge is they have a beer for any occasion. You got to try some of our favorites. I tend to go Avalanche Amber Ale or Mountain Beach Sour, but summer's coming up. Perfect time to try some of the good company hard seltzers. You could always go with a classic Vanilla Porter Jr. or maybe the Mile High City Golden Ale. It is Nuggets Championship season after all. Check out the Breck Beer Locator at breckbrew.com and find a brew near you. All right, kind of diving into my notes here. I love the early aggressiveness out of John Tanjay. He's just played so damn well over the last couple of months. I I was really bummed to not see him get any type of all-conference recognition. I get how deep the league was. I don't even necessarily know if I can find somebody who got recognition over him that I would have beef with, if that makes sense. It's just a really hard year, a lot of really good players. And I'm sure lack of team success played a factor in that as well. But I've just been so impressed with his growth as a player. I don't think it can be stated enough. He played with so much composure, displayed better decision-making and skill. And I'm not sure that people really understand how challenging it is to transition from being that six-man spark plug type role 
a guy who basically is needs to come in and kind of just maximize, get a lot of shots up real quick, to then be a full-on starter playing 35 minutes a game, it's just a lot different. And the demand for consistency is much higher. So I've just been blown away with the growth that we've seen from John Tanjay this year. And I thought he was excellent in this game against San Diego State, led the Rams in scoring with 17 points, 6 of 10 from the floor, really efficient. But he came out and was just ready to punch first. I mean, he had eight early points. The Rams actually started the game with an 8-0 run. That was the biggest lead either team had in this one. But you could just see that John was trying to set that tone from the get-go. We are going to attack. We're not going to try and let you get set in that half-court defense and muck everything up. I'm just going to go straight at the hole. He hit a big three early, too. It was just really big, and I think it gave him, but really this entire team, confidence, and it looked like that. I mean, CSU, the entire time, they never backed down. What I especially liked about John in this one, though, is after that hot start, it would have been really easy, especially you know during a cold stretch, for him to just start jacking up shots. And honestly, I think a younger John Tanjay probably would have done that. But he just played within the flow of the game. He made plays when they were available to him. He played good defense. It was a great game by John. Genuinely could not ask for more out of him. I was impressed by Patrick Cartier as well. I mean, it's it's hard making that jump from Division II. We've talked about it a lot this year. But his skill is undeniable. His footwork in the post was definitely on display in this one. He's not really an ideal five. I think he would be playing the four next to a big in an ideal world. But due to the lack of depth in the front court, with Jenison's preseason injury, they really only had Moores and him. They just couldn't play that way, other than maybe for a minute or two at a time. But I was really impressed with what Patrick Cartier was able to do in the post. Five of eight from the floor, 12 points. Also had seven rebounds. That's an area he's going to have to continue to make strides. He needs to continue to grow defensively as well, and, and he has. I mean, he, he has improved as the year has gone on. But he'll get stronger. He'll get in that work with Jason Phillips in the offseason. And next year, I I really think that's a player that can be an all-conference type talent. Maybe not necessarily first team, but could be, you know, one of the best players in the league, especially with what he brings to the table offensively. Next year, I'd actually like to see him shoot a couple more threes just because he's proficient there. And I think it would open some things up for him. But he was really big in that second half, especially at six points and four rebounds in 13 minutes in the second half. Jalen Lake hit some really big shots in the second half as well. He had 10 points, two of four from deep. I think I talked about it in that pod after senior night, but when he can stretch the floor and is confidently knocking down those threes, it just opens up everything. It's going to open up driving lanes. It's going to open up things for Cartier down low. And I also just loved that he had the stones to take some of those shots. I mean, it was Lake that put the Rams up 57-56 with two minutes and 20 seconds to go. And it was also Lake that put CSU up 53-52 with 4.42 to go. Lake is a guy who certainly was impacted by injury this year and, and probably just the wonkiness of everything that happened this season. Shooters are all about habit and rhythm. But I think what we saw from Lake late in this season is really encouraging and much more in line with the player that we all envisioned. I mean, I've talked about how talented he is all season. I've never given up on him or anything like that. I think he can be a big-time scorer, be a Drake Jeffries-type player on an NCAA tournament team. And I mean that in the best way possible because I think 
Jeffries was the most underrated aspect of those Maldonado EK teams last year. It was Jeffries spacing the floor that made that style of play even possible. So it was great to see Lake have a nice game. Um, Isaiah Rivera, only one point, didn't do a ton offensively, but he had two really big blocks in the second half, one of which was on a three-point shot. That's really hard to do without fouling. Was great on the glass as well. Really made an impact as a rebounder for the Rams in this one. I'll be pretty interested to kind of see what happens with him moving forward. It wouldn't really shock me if one of him or Lake were to leave. I've heard some rumblings. And we did kind of see Rib's minutes decrease as the year went on, his role offensively as well. But we'll see. This is not me saying that I want him gone or anything like that. I think he's a really good dude. I think he plays hard. Had some plays in this one where he laid it all on the line and really came up huge for CSU. But they do need more from him offensively. So it'll it'll be interesting to see. That's all I'm saying. And then just one of the last notes I have here before we play some of that audio from Medved talking about Tanjay and Stevens and what they mean as leaders. I just wanted to say how appreciative I was of this team and how gracious they were. Even during the tough times, players, staff, everybody, you know, we never had any situations where we're getting death glares or people trying to intimidate us for asking simple questions, fair questions. Even in defeat, these guys were always incredibly humble and they tried to give honest and articulate answers. And while this season most certainly did not go as expected, it's just been such a pleasure these last couple of years covering Isaiah Stevens, covering John Tanjay, James Moores, all these guys. And I don't know, I just think if a couple of injury things are different, Josiah Strong doesn't get mono, this team probably would have been very much in the mix. They played a really challenging non-conference slate. The league top to bottom as good as it's been since 2014. So I don't want to get too carried away here and be like, they would have won the Mountain West or something like that. That's not what I'm saying. I do think they would have been competitive. And I think it's funny that the only game this team got to play the entire projected roster, that doesn't include Jenison, I guess, who got hurt in the preseason. But it was that St. Mary's game with Josiah Strong and the Rams won against one of the best teams in the country. CSU's good was good. They should have beat San Diego State twice this year, but they just struggled to find consistency. And certainly there is some criticism deserving there. It's a results business. And if you don't get the results, clearly that's not good enough. But this was just such a weird year in so many ways. And frankly, it just would not shock me at all to see CSU turn around and win 20-plus games again next year, especially if they're able to keep some of these key veterans and, you know, the 2023 signees pan out. So I'll, I'll do like a more general off-season takeaways, overarching themes type pod here in the next couple of days, probably when I get back. But I just wanted to kind of touch on that a little bit and talk about how grateful I am to have covered this team regardless of whether the season played out the way we all wanted it to or not. This is my dream. I I love talking CSU for all you. I love covering these teams. And this program in particular, these players that I've been fortunate to cover now for four years, it's just been a pleasure. Shit, I remember being in Vegas like five years ago and writing about John Tanjay's verbal commitment. It feels like a lifetime ago, but... I mean, I really have had the opportunity to kind of watch some of these guys grow up right in front of me. And some of these memories with this group going to the NCAA tournament, battling against San Diego State, 
that's something I'll remember forever. So that's my two cents. I don't want to get too sappy here. I'll let Medved handle that, talking about his guys. But just real quick, when you get hurt, Bacchus and Shanker, they're here to help. Bacchus and Shanker wins for Colorado families. They've been helping those who are seriously injured in Colorado for more than 25 years. They're free until they win money in your case. No upfront fee to speak with you about your case. No fee while they work on your case. No fee unless they win your case and win money for you. Bacchus and Shanker has won over $1 billion for their clients, now with even more locations serving all of Colorado, including neighborhood offices in Denver, Aurora, Inglewood, and Fort Collins. Bacchus and Shanker has the strength and power to win your case with more than 30 lawyers and 100 staff. Bacchus and Shanker helps with all kinds of injury cases when you weren't at fault, car accidents, motorcycle, rideshare, pedestrians, trucks. They can even help if you're injured at work. Call Bacchus and Shanker at 222-2222 to find out if you have a case for free. Bacchus and Shanker wins. Finally, with March Madness coming up, now is the perfect time to download the DraftKings Sportsbook app, America's top-rated sportsbook app. You know, being out here in Vegas has been a great reminder of how convenient life is now with the ability to bet on sports right from your living room, wherever you are, really, on your phone. You don't have to take your ticket to the office or wait. You're going to get instant payout. It's just so much more convenient. And what's awesome is DraftKings has endless possibilities to bet on. Right now, you can place an NBA No Sweat SGP up to $10. What that is is a same-game parlay. The more legs you add, the bigger your boost. And if it doesn't hit, you are going to get your bet back up to $10. Get a second chance. Yet another reason DraftKings so much better than having to lug your way all the way to a sports book. Right now is a good time to get your baseball preseason bets in, get those futures in. Um, hockey, NBA, whatever it is, make sure you are doing it with DraftKings Sportsbook. Download the app now, sign up with the code DNVR. New customers can bet $5, get $200 in bonus bets instantly. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA with the code DNVR. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. Cool, cool, cool. I'm going to leave you with that audio from Nico Medved talking about John Tanjay, Isaiah Stevens, what they've meant to this program, the kind of guys they are, the leaders, and how it's going to stick with them for the rest of their lives. I'll have some more off-season stuff coming up, as well as some more takeaways from out here in Vegas. But yeah, here is that post-game audio from after the San Diego State loss. Really heartbreaking, tough loss, but uh, some good perspective from Nico Medvedli. But life's about challenges. I mean, that's that's what that's what this is, and that's not that's not you don't go through life and have everything go your way and all that. And I think you know my job as a leader and our coaches and teach these guys. You learn a lot about yourself and how you handle those situations. It's not you know life is you know ninety percent of uh, not ten percent of what happens to you is ninety percent of how you deal with it. And so I you know I kept telling the guys that you're going to learn a lot about yourself and, and about each other through this, and I think they did. But th- there were a lot of challenges. You know, you were around. I mean, so difficult to develop any kind of continuity. We dealt with a lot of injuries and things not go our way. But we're not the only team that's had to do that. And um, we've been fortunate. We've had a lot of things go our way too the last several years. We've stayed healthy, and this was just one of those years. But they battled. They kept battling. They kept fighting. And, and that's really all I can ask. And you touched on that in your open, but obviously the decision coming with those guys, but regardless, what do those two mean to you in this program? And I, I it just, you know, it's hard for me to kind of quantify that or put into words. I mean, they're, they're, they're day one guys, uh, um, believed in us, have been 
I mean, absolutely exemplary in the kind of culture we want here of work and togetherness. They're unbelievable young men in the community. I mean, they represent us in a first-class manner and they play at a high, high level. What more could you ask as a coach? And they're the ones who really help set the foundation and the tone for our program. And, you know, both of them have been like that. I mean, Isaiah Stevens is just a born leader and I've said it from day one. I don't know that I could have asked somebody to lead better in this kind of a season than he did. You know, he broke his foot too. He missed the first month. I mean, he's had to deal with a lot this year and he's just absolutely been a warrior on and off the floor. And so, you know, they mean everything. I don't want to think about tomorrow yet. I don't want to think about what might be, uh, you know, come back. This is where it's going to stay here in this moment today. And then we'll focus on tomorrow, tomorrow. Scummy like Martin Scarelli Turn jam into jelly Then drink it like juice But water's the truth So I sip on that too Skinny looking kid With no car keys Like the only thing I drive Is RCRV He's got the stash Like Steve Harvey Oh I'm gnarly Like non